0: it has her sitting on some man's lap. Mm. And you don't see the man's face, but you see like um, his shoes and his legs. We
1: saw the Balenciagas. We saw the all black Balenciagas. They were there, plain as day. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you updated, keep you abreast and afloat of everything that is going on in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm the other host, Ada. It is Tuesday and a few big things happened yesterday. So Tiana Taylor has been hospitalized and she's given us an update from the hospital. Ari Lennox was arrested while she was out in Amsterdam. Weedy is fueling these little baby dating rumors, and things are getting messy. Lil Baby speaking out, Quavo speaking out. It's a whole dramatic mess right now. So, we'll get into that. Plus, Issa Rae has announced the brand new insecure soundtrack for this final season. So, we got a few things to get into. Before we get into it, though, gotta say make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms, whichever one you're listening to us on right now. Doesn't matter if it's Spotify, if it's Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Doesn't matter if it's Podbeam, Stitcher, all of those just hit that follow button for us one time please and thank you now let's go ahead and jump in so tiana taylor is in the hospital
0: Yeah, it looks like she was forced to cancel uh, some of her, well, her Connecticut show because she had to be hospitalized because she wasn't feeling well.
1: Yeah, so she is on the last Rose Petal Farewell tour right now. This is her final tour, her goodbye to the music industry. And of course, she's given everything her all. So apparently something went wrong. I suspect exhaustion, just because that's what a lot of these artists tend to go through when they push themselves to the limits on these tours. But she didn't really disclose what the exact medical issue was. She just said that she apologized to her fans for having to cancel the show. And she just said that her body was in the process of shutting down. She wrote this whole long Instagram explanation on it. And she said, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of the warm love, sweet videos and prayers from my CT rose petals. I love y'all. She said, thank you for being so understanding. Y'all know Petunia don't miss no shows. And most importantly, no, I've been leaving it all on the stage for a month straight. One thousand percent. So I am really saddened to have not been able to do the same for you last night. She said, my team and I tried everything down to the very last second to get me out on that stage, but my body simply just gave out, which actually started a few days ago. Shut down, in all caps, by the way. My body actually low-key betrayed me because I was ready to get on that stage. Yeah, and there's one thing about, like, if you've seen Tiana Taylor
0: perform live Her routines and her choreography and her sets are a full performance, a full show. So it's not like she just has to come up on stage, sing her song, and that's it. Like she goes all out for her performances. So it kind of makes sense that she would say her body did shut down if she has been on this farewell tour and giving it her a thousand percent. It was only a matter of time before, you know, you can't can't do all them shows and not have a reaction to it. So it makes sense, but at least she took some time to take care of herself.
1: Yeah, she made such an excellent point, too, because your body will tell you, all right, nah, we good. You're doing too much. Cut it out. Let's, let's chill. Let's slow down for a little bit, especially when you're pushing it to the max every single night, one night after another, not getting enough rest, rehearsing hours per day, then going on to do a show. You might not be eating as much as you should. You might not be getting all the nutrients you need, like All of these things that you neglect while you're being so dedicated to your craft will eventually catch up with you and your body. You might be planning to go do something. You might be planning to go hop on that stage. Your body got another plan. If it's time to rest, it's time to rest. And when you push it too far, you'll know because you'll wind up in the hospital or you'll wind up passed out or some other thing will happen. So I definitely understand this entire situation. And I'm just glad that she's good. Um, she's um, not canceling she's postponing the show and she will still perform for her fans out in Connecticut so all is well the main thing is that she's okay she's good the show will go on
0: yeah we love to see it and she also gave the fans an option they wanted a refund for the show even though she is going to even though she is planning to reschedule. So that's dope business-wise to offer fans that. But I don't think anybody's going to take that refund if they love Tiana Taylor. They're just going to wait for the next show. At least I would.
1: Right. And she's a good one for that, too. Because in those contracts for these shows, it really will say, like, unless medical emergency or some sort of emergency, some catastrophic event, act of God, all of that, like, those are kind of the only reasons (laughs) why you can postpone or pull out of a show that you were contractually obligated to do. So... The fact that she had that real emergency reason, and she still chose to provide refunds to the people that wanted refunds, I felt like that was big, and she a good one for that. Cause I was just would have been like, "Look, y'all, y'all gonna have to make it up at the next show, <laughs> and y'all gonna have to pull up to the next one, buddy." Cause I ain't giving nobody their money back. I'm still gonna do this show, but nah, Tiana Taylor was like, "Whoever needs a refund, they can get it," and I really doubt they will too. Because to your point. If you love Tiana Taylor, this is going to be your, potentially your last chance to see her. So you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So I'm pretty sure majority of the people are keeping their tickets. Exactly. All right. So let's talk about another crazy situation. We got one singer in the hospital and one over here getting locked up abroad. Ari Lennox was arrested in Amsterdam two nights ago. And I was just like, yo, what is happening right now? Because this was uh, happening shortly after I had saw all of the news about Tiana Taylor. Now, Ari hopped on Twitter on Monday night and she basically started tweeting about how she was being racially profiled out in Amsterdam and that they wound up arresting her for reacting to the racial profiling that she alleged was happening to her at the time. So this entire thing was crazy.
0: Yeah. And she was already kind of trending on Twitter because her performance for the Soul Train Awards aired uh, Sunday night. So everybody's, you know, giving, you know, props to Ari Lennox, how good she was looking, how good she performed. And the next thing we know is she's tweeting that you know f Amsterdam security they hate black people she also tweeted they're arresting me I'm being arrested in Amsterdam for reacting to a woman racially profiling me so that's where her tweets were about Amsterdam were about her being racially profiled
1: yeah and she did go on to tweet a few more things she tweeted and deleted some things but luckily uh one fan did actually screenshot it yeah so those tweets said f Amsterdam fklm which is the airline that she flew on she said never in my life racism wow Amsterdam I'm horrified I was so happy to travel and this evil woman I've never experienced racism so blatant then she also went on to say I just want to go home I'll never leave my house again. So she's basically live tweeting as all of this is happening to her. We don't really know what's going on. We just know what she's tweeting to us at that time. So I'm just like, yo, like, is Ari okay? Is she behind bars right now? Like, what's going on? There was like no video of the incident that has surfaced yet or anything like that. So we just really had her tweets to go off of. So everybody's just like, all right, we hope Ari's cool. But we did get an update. Now, this is from one of the members of her team. His name is Justin. I follow him, and he tweeted out, Hey, everyone, Ari is safe and appreciates the support and everyone checking on her. Now, what I got from that is she's good. She's not hurt. She's not somewhere unconscious. She's not physically incapacitated right now. So she's good on that front. But I still don't know if this meant that she's out from behind bars or She never went behind bars or maybe they just handcuffed her. Like, I don't really know what extent he means when he says she's safe. But I am glad that she's she's safe in general.
0: Yeah, definitely glad she's good. But yeah, until we get more updates on if she's out and back home, I guess it's a, a waiting game to see what happens.
1: Yeah, hopefully she does update us. Until then, you know, we'll watch back that Soul Train Awards performance and we got to recap the Soul Train Awards, too. We might do that on tomorrow's episode. But for now, you know what it's time to talk about. Our girl, a little, <laughs> little drama, a little love rectangle going on. Mrs. Gitterbag set the timeline on fire. Saweetie has been fueling these little baby dating rumors for the past few weeks now, honestly. Because I remember a little before Thanksgiving, I think, there was a rumor that, that had come out that Quavo spent... Not Quavo. Oh, see, there's so many characters in this story. Okay. There was a rumor that had come out that Lil Baby had spent $100,000 on Sweetie on a shopping spree. Now, this rumor was going all around social media. That's when Lil Baby tweeted out, Baby not dating anybody. I'm single. So we're like, all right, he killed the rumors, man. He denied the allegations. (laughs) Now, we know Lil Baby has denied allegations in the past that have appeared to be true. So, some people didn't believe him. I believed it when he was like, Oh, I'm not dating anybody. I'm single. All right. I was like, Okay, cool. Well, you know, rumors get made up all the time. No, no big deal. Then, <laughs> a week or so, maybe two weeks later, this latest scandal comes out. And I'm just like, Yo, what's going on? Right. So, the latest in all of this, sweetie and little baby
0: thing, is uh, Sweetie took the Instagram and she posted a photo dump, a photo dump which is where you basically just post a bunch of pictures in a carousel format and on the last picture it has her sitting on some man's lap and mm. you don't see the man's face, but you see like um, his shoes and his legs. We saw so the Balenciagas.
1: Was- we saw the all black Balenciagas. They were there. Plain as day. Yeah. <laughs> you can't miss those. And then all of a sudden
0: it looks like somebody had posted a picture with, of a little baby in somebody's close friends group. And it had the same matching boots and pants. So people are like, oh, that's the little baby that Sweetie is sitting on.
1: Mm -hmm. the ig detectives the twitter detectives facebook detectives they do not play let me tell you that they're gonna solve the case in two minutes flat and that's Mm -hmm. on a a bad day that's on a slow day on a quick day they're gonna solve the case in 30 seconds and this case was no match for them they put the outfits together they did a side-by-side photo it shows the balenciagas laced up the exact same way same cargo pants same black ensemble And it looks like it was Lil Baby in that picture whose lap she was sitting on. (laughs) Now, Lil Baby decides to hop on Twitter and speak his piece.
0: Yeah, so after that came out, Lil Baby did tweet. And now these tweets are deleted. He said, if you want clout, use baby. And he also said, B words really be
1: weird. Mm. so another denial deny till you die okay I see the approach little baby's taking here we saw you in the picture sir issue you. you was caught in 4k and hd in 1080p and all of that so we saw you but okay if you want to take that route that's fine and to be fair he said baby not dating anybody so technically just because we seen them together don't mean they was dating they could have been hanging out they could have been smashing they could have been doing a number of things and not dating and not considering it to be dating so I will give him that but we saw you sir like that was you that was you unless you had somebody that with you that was wearing the exact same outfit as you that was you and what makes this even a deeper layer is that Lil Baby is label mates with Saweetie's ex-man Quavo Now, just because they're label mates don't mean they besties, but I feel like there may be some kind of code going on there. Now, of course, Quavo doesn't have ownership over Sweetie. Like, they're not together. She can do whatever she wants to do. But that's a little kind of messy territory there to be messing with your label mates, ex-boo. They were public together. They were together for some years. That could get a little sticky. And in fact, it did get a little stinky after this whole thing hit the Internet because Quavo then jumped in and responded. And he said, pretty much it ain't nothing. We can swap it out. Now, that to me was very much a hurt man posting. (laughs) Like when I read that Instagram story, I just read hurt all over the messaging because really it said what it said to me is, oh, I'm bothered. And now, because I'm bothered about this, I'm going to do something. And that do something means I'm going to attempt to mess with one of Lil Baby's women, whether it be one of his baby mamas, whether it be Jada, whether it be any of the other women Lil Baby could be messing with right now. I don't know who, but when he says swap it out, I assume that's what he means. Like, all right, you mess with my ex, I'm going to mess with one of your exes. That's what the vibe Quavo was giving for me. I don't know how you interpreted it, but that was the vibe I got
0: no that's the vibe i got too because what else could he have been talking about like swapping it out swapping girls out like you said Yours is mine, mine is yours type of
1: type of thing. Yeah. So it was just very messy all around. Then you had Quavo's sister jumping in and Quavo's sister started posting Jada and Jada's liking the uh, post on Shade Room when the Shade Room posted Quavo saying we could swap it out. So now it's like, oh, is Jada on board for this? Is Jada going, you know, ride out with Quavo now just to get some give back at little baby for what he's doing with Sweetie? It's all crazy. Social media is chiming in, posting memes. I seen they had said that Jada's gonna be riding around in Saweetie's icy Bentley, that Quavo mm. repoed. Like <laughs> it's a whole mess. But it was it did make for some entertainment on a Monday day and night. So I'm definitely um, I was definitely one of the people laughing at it on social media. I hope they get it together. That's why you just don't mess with people that are in that same circumference of people that you got to see all the time and that you're around all the time just because it gets awkward. So you best you better just play it safe. But these rap guys, they like to interchange the same women for some reason. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like the men can interchange the women, but let, let the women date the same man. It becomes a whole issue. So I'm curious to see how this one plays out. If Jada will pop up with Quavo. I
1: feel like she should. It's only right (laughs) that she like entertain it all. In life, like, no, I don't advise that she do that. I think it's petty. I also think you shouldn't allow men to use you as a pawn But me as a spectator for the entertainment of it all, I am here for it. And they're always pitting women against each other. So, you know, this time it's two guys going against each other, being pitted against one another. So I'm just like, a part of me is like, nah, that's toxic, man. Everybody just needs to go to their respective space and get some healing. But the other part of me is like, yeah, bring on the drama. Come on, let's go exactly we'll see how this plays out but that is the uh current update on the little baby jada saweetie quavo saga more updates to be announced now let's talk about this new Insecure soundtrack because Issa Rae has officially announced it. It's coming on December 3rd, the final season of Insecure. I'm crying, but I'm also happy that this soundtrack is coming out because, you know, Issa be coming with the fire tracks on the Insecure soundtracks. So one time for that. Yes, it's officially dropping on December 3rd, which is just in a few days, too. So we're like, what are you expecting from this?
0: Since it is like the last one, I feel like it has to end with a bang. It has to be like some big artists on there or some big new underground artists or just like songs that really wrap up the last season of Insecure for me. Like it has to be well done because if you know Insecure, you know every song that gets picked for the show makes sense for the story. It's a bop. I'm always examining what song when it comes on. So for this official soundtrack coming in for the last season on Friday, I'm expecting I'm having high hopes for it it has it has to hit
1: Right, and you know Issa got that ear, man. She got that golden ear. That's the whole reason she has her record label Radio now to put out these new artists, put out these Insecure soundtracks. Well, this last Insecure soundtrack. So I am 1,000% confident in her ability to choose all of these songs. And whatever the team is over there at Insecure, is it still Rafael Sadiq doing the music? I'm not sure, but whoever it is, they always have the vibes on there. And I got to give a big shout-out to Michaela Janae because she is on the soundtrack, and she is one of Carolina's own. So you know we got to show some love to that. That song, Mad Bitches, yeah, the one that played at the end of this week's episode. That was Michaela Janae of North Carolina. So, you know, we gotta give it up for anybody from Carolina doing something as big as being featured on the Insecure soundtrack. Yeah, that was major. Yeah, I didn't. I saw you post that. I didn't know she was from Carolina. So that is though, because it's always the last song at the end, there's always the big one, so. Right, the one that everybody's shazamming, everybody's typing in, like putting lyrics from the song. I know we all got things in dark places. Let me Google that and see whose song that is. It's Michaela Janae, and it's called Mad B Words. And, you know, I thought it was so dope because I just always feel like her music is the soundtrack to, like, love and romance. And it's just, it, it's perfect for a show like Insecure. Like, I remember my boy Gio just playing me some of her unreleased music a while back, maybe a year or two ago. And just being like, yo, this sounds like it needs to go on a movie or a show. This sounds like it could go on Insecure. I said that verbatim and however many months or years later or whatever, it's on Insecure. So that was just so crazy to me. And it was just so fire to hear that. And she's such a talented artist. So I was hype. I was hyped like it was my song on Insecure. Right. You got you got to feel like that. Of course. <laughs> so that was a great moment. I'm definitely going to be locked into the soundtrack. Issa Rae is going to have people like Saweetie, who we were just talking about on the soundtrack. Uh, she's going to have Thundercat, Tmar, Mindy, like all of these up and coming artists that are bubbling right now. All are going to be on the soundtrack. And of course, Michaela is going to be up there as well. So, you know, we're going to be locked into that on December 3rd and we'll come back with our thoughts on that, too. Oh, and before we go, you know, we have another Carolina artist who just dropped a big track. Moray put out a song with Benny the Butcher, and it's just clear at this point that the state is on fire. Like, what what else can you say?
0: No, seriously, like, Carolina has it this year. I think they're going to be doing really well in the new year because you got Moray trying to uh, progress and continue. He's not stopping anytime soon. Mm-hmm. People like Michaela, also Tia Corrine, I saw. We'll talk about her a little bit later. So um, a lot of big news from Carolina.
1: Yeah, Moray and Benny's song, theirs is called Never Fail. You know, that's one about just being hungry for success. You know, the typical thing Moray sings about, but it just hits every time. You know, Moray gets soulful with it, so I enjoyed that. And then also on the topic of Carolina releases, that Swank and King draft, I got to shout that out one time because that was a great release this year too. That long story short album. What? What? two more carolina artists that you definitely need to be put on to the title track for that album was just so fire to me long story short if you get a chance go check that out it's super nostalgic like a 90s hip-hop rap feel but still modern in a way like i don't even know how they did it they made it feel like the 90s but still feel like 2021 it's mixed by the legendary young guru it's just so many dope things coming out of north carolina right now we don't even have time to list it all we're already running long. But we're gonna end it on that note. Carolina up, period. <laughs> Facts. That is gonna conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX, and
0: be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX.
1: Yes, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms, and I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. Yeah.